Another Cowboys and Coffee podcast, another week, another just jumble of Cowboys information to go over. There's so much, it's, it never ends with the Cowboys. I'm Paul. It's my dad, Bill. D, what's, uh, what's up? What's going on? Well, it's a Sunday night, and I was reading up on some cowboy stuff and, you know, and getting ready for tonight's episode. I'll tell you, I've had several coffees today, and I'm still tired, but that's the life of having a one-year-old, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. Oh, Got to start off Cowboys news with 300-pound elef- elephant, the elephant in the room. Yeah. Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory leaves the Cowboys, decides he wants to take the same money from the Broncos because Stephen Jones decided to act like Jerry Jones Jr. and slip in a contract uh, 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 stipulation at the end that said he wasn't going to get paid. It wasn't he, he could avoid some guarantees if he was suspended. What's the deal there, D? What's going on? Well, what... I understand and what it's been out there. Everybody has that same terminology except the starting quarterback. Correct. So that means to me what I know that this is not new or uncommon to be have in the contract. And the other side, because I'm again, you're going to hear me say this 5149 Jerry. This is not new. It wasn't on Randy alone. He's not only the only football player that has this terminology written as we see it. We know Dak does not. That's how Dak worked it out. That's Dak's agent. That's Jerry and those guys with him. But the rest of the players, what we what we know, have that on the contract. Now, Randy has a history of some and again the rules have changed a little bit here with the marijuana and all the stuff that went on you know Uh, so i think he should have been comfortable with the terminology because you're your own man now we the 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 organization believed in him this wasn't this was not because they don't believe him yeah it's all through the contracts the rest of the players what we see face value i think i'm shocked that the agent being like, not being like, oh, this is standard. Being like, no, nah, you can just go to some other team. I mean, they went very quickly to another offer, same money and everything. What makes me feel like agent is shopping this contract around. You get one thing you don't like and you take it to another team. And, you know, to, to go on the other end and say, oh, the Cowboys fan base is toxic. The Cowboys fan base stuck by you through how many years of suspensions, through how many issues that you went through, and then – on the way out the door because you didn't like a contract with Jer- with Steven, you're going to trash the Cowboys fans? That's surprising. I don't like when players do that. I mean, listen, you got Lyle Collins going to the Bengals and be like, oh, this is a team that can win championships. Dude, These are this is an organization that's stuck by you fools time and time again. You know, Lyle Collins, you're lucky you got drafted and got big money from the Cowboys because you know what? You very well, who knows you killed your girlfriend. They just can't prove it. You know, he was not a suspect, but they did. They said, oh, we're not entirely sure. We can never fully clear his name. 
And Randy Gregory, the Cowboys time and time again, went to bat for him. And, you know, when he was originally going to sign the contract, it was, oh, everything's great. They've stuck by me. And then the way out, you're going to trash the team that you literally just said stuck by you. If you decided that was a tipping point in your contract negotiation, so be it. That's on Steven. And really, he was acting like Jerry Jones Jr. For the record, if you don't know, Jerry has two sons, Steven and Jerry Jones Jr. And Jerry Jones Jr. has mucked up many deals to the point where he's like not involved with this stuff. He messed up a deal with the Cowboys and NASCAR years ago that Jerry was furious with. And I think Jerry has to be furious here. In fact, Jerry had to step in with the DeMarcus contract because they thought he felt was a disrespectful offer for the pay cut. Jerry steps in, gives him that fully guaranteed contract. I think Steven's a little too much pinching pennies here. And I think that's something the Cowboys and Cowboys fans need to worry about. What's the point of having this cap space if you're not going to use it? Well, here we got an issue when you have the word partners, why you shouldn't have partners. And I think they work well together, the father and son. But I think somewhere along the line, there's some miscommunication on these contracts. Now, I'm not saying Randy's because we all know they – it's out there that Dak is the only one that does not have it on his contract. Yes, yes. But I think the other issues there you brought up are correct. Um, Jerry's not afraid to give money out and, and, right. he, and prove it. And, and, and uh, you said something earlier. Um, I, I'm trying to think back. Uh, fans are going to be fans. That's what we right. are. We're, we're entitled to go, you suck. And you're great at the same time. Yep. The next game, he has three sacks. We love him. You get called for ripping the tackle down and a penalty on a stop. But guess what? Guess what's going to happen? Fans are going to hate your guts. Yep. That's the way it goes. You All get right. well, the dollars. You hold the ball. You hold the tackle. We stopped them. Penalty. You sack the quarterback. That's, that's the fans. Since cro Magnaman, since cavemen have been playing football, fans have a right to say whatever they want because they go and pay for the tickets to go to the game to cheer you on and blah, blah, pay blah. Pay for the merchandise. Pay for all this stuff. Pay for all that. These guys are so upset. Yeah. They, they get so thin-skinned. It's like you're making millions of dollars. Like Russell Westbrook gets gets all hurt. His feelings hurt. He's like, oh, it's offensive to call me Westbrook. You're making $30 million a year. Make a bank shot. We won't call you Westbrook. Randy Gregory. I think, I, like I think it was some years ago. When Why? they said about, I remember this when I'm cashing my check. So, yeah, LeBron said that. LeBron. Do. That's why we're, we're, we're unprofessional. We're all opinionated. Everybody, every cowboy fan who has a thing out there ripping, that's fine. Guess what? Jerry Jones and the rest of the family guys, they don't care what we say. No. They are, they're biggest fans. They're bigger fans than we are. They really are. They don't, they're not offended by what people think. They know that this last year was a disaster. Because we played uptight. We just didn't lose. You got to report that they were scared or frightened or nervous, whatever that stupid word is, right? That's what we're all pissed off about, that we had it on both sides of the ball ready to go. I, I had that song to, to one of the Rileys of uh, uh, Ain't No Stopping Us Now. I put it out there. They had the chance to win. They had a team that could score offensively and do enough defensively to cause problems. And they didn't take advantage of it. And uh, guess what? When your quarterback gets paid a lot of money, you have to make tough decisions. 
It's just natural. Dak's contract kicks in. You're not going to pay Amari Cooper top five money if he's not giving you top five production. And you're like, well, that's not like how it works. It is. Guess what? The Packers, they read it Aaron Rodgers' contract. And sure, this year it's a low cap hit, but the down the road they have to pay big money so that they couldn't pay Devontae Adams big money. He's out of town. Patrick Mahomes, same thing. Big contract. Guess what? They can't pay Tyree Kale to be a top five receiver. He's in Miami now. That's what happens with some of these contracts. And my thought is that these quarterbacks are becoming too valued, too valuable to teams that their contracts are being too large. And what teams should start to do is put a percentage on how much they pay these positions. You know, it might not be known to other teams, but okay, can you pay a quarterback 50 million if the con the the salary cap's 208, 25 percent or so goes to one player you still have 51 other players 50 50 other players i i I think your observation your your point is well taken um sooner or later you're going to lose somebody yes you're going to lose somebody and uh i don't know if the league union players rep would say when the union when the owners get together and go hey guys I think we all should say hmm, 20% goes to our quarterback. I think that's a problem there. But it's a problem when you, you're you going to lose somebody to free agent. Look what the early 90 Cowboys, what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. Just ask Ken Norton what happened to that, to the 49ers, when he flipped the team and, and what happened that. And and Dion, oh, oh, no, I'm sorry, with those illegal contracts later on, but that's besides that. Right. They were, they were paying guys yeah. outside the system. Yeah, yeah. They're cheating. You made a great point about Randy Gregory and what we need to replace now. We talked about this earlier. What's what do we have to replace from Randy Gregory? By the six sacks. That's how you're replacing. And we went over it. We're not replacing 12 sacks. We're not replacing a pro bowler. Not replacing all pro. We're not replacing 10. A a guy who, say, three out of five years had 30 sacks. Not replacing that stuff. We're not replacing it's six, six. <clears throat> and and we, we didn't realize that the um the tackle Armstrong I had six and played his number statistically were lower number on the field. He had six sacks. You know, six sacks is a tie for a career high for a guy who was always hurt, always injured, and and you got a lot cheaper in Durant's Armstrong. Now you can pay him, and you know what this how this works. The Cowboys, they get a, they're most likely getting a third round pick, compensatory pick from this because it's such a high annual value for Randy Gregory. And it turns out they might even be able to get a third round pick from Connor Williams because his average salary was like 13.5 million. And so when do, when will you find that out? This won't be till next year's draft, not this year. Oh, oh, oh not this year's? Okay, next no, year's? This yeah. offseason, which will carry until the start of the season, those compensatory – or I forget, there's a certain date when it when it ends and you can sign the veterans without – Gotcha. Whatever it is. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know how that, the time slot runs. Yeah. But that's at least two guys, and I have to look up the, the, the information on Lyle Collins as well because they can have like – an extra two thirds and a fourth next year to with these guys. So we'll see, but I, uh, I don't like losing them because I thought they could have been productive players, but 
not terribly happy about the Randy. I wish they had, had signed Randy Gregory, but it is what it is. You've got he's gone. Move on. Listen, he if he left for more money, nobody would complain here. Correct. If he left, if there was ten million on the table, the difference, US, we both go. Well, hey, this, you leave. That's simple as that. But way he, way he left, and knowing the the atmosphere of the rest of the contracts, and especially when his agent, I believe, if I'm correct, is from Denver, lives in he is, Denver. He lives in Denver. We'll go for him. You know, I I'm not going to blame the Cowboys for not signing Von Miller. Von Miller. Got a six-year, $120 million contract. The Cowboys are not paying that to Von Miller. I didn't think anyone would pay that to Von Miller. Right. You know, I was shocked. Not that he's bad, but that's paying him to still be an elite defensive end. That's that's a prime contract. That's your that's yeah. your post-rookie contract that you sign. You know what I mean? That's right. not end or, uh, end of your career. I mean, Von Miller's, you know, not terribly far removed from a, a major injury. I mean, He's he he he's um 33 years old. You're gonna pay him till he's 39. I'm sure. And I th- I think he's an older 33. Yeah, he's been playing a long time. Yeah, it seems like he's an older. Th- I don't, I'm not saying he's washed up. No, but no, I think no. he's a yeah. I think he's an older 33. He's you know not what I mean? worth that money till he's 39 right, right. years old. Yeah, 38 years old. Yeah, forget it. And so I can't be mad at the Cowboys for not going out and getting him, but I can be upset that the randy thing listen randy gregory didn't work out the cowboys decided to turn around and say okay we're going to sign our own guys they brought back brian anger who we're glad they have a punter yeah. for the next few years I mean, he's got a three-year deal they re-signed malik hooker they re-signed J. Ron curse like these guys are safeties who have like you know multiple year contracts now at the cowboys and here's the thing they still have about 15 million give or take in salary cap my question is what are they going to do with it? Why isn't Bobby Wagner a cowboy? Because Bobby Wagner wants Boku money. That's why. He hasn't settled with anybody yet. He, he's looking at a number. He's seven-time, eight-time, six-time all-pro, and he wants all-pro money. It's simple as that. You, 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 that's, that's it. Now, where does the Cowboys set in about giving that money all up to him? And that's a difference maker. I don't think that's a difference maker Wagner with him or without him, because you know, my problem with that team is, is the left guard. Yeah. Give me the guy from the Titans. What's the Titans guard that they got rid of? I forgot the big fella. He's, they get, they, they just give him the money, get a veteran guy who's still in his prime. I have more confidence in that team. Running the show, yep. Trying to find a weird the Titans, yeah. Tennessee Titans. He's a Pro Bowl player. You're not talking about Brandon Sheriff, are you? No, 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 no. Because he got somebody signed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The Redskins don't have him. He no. where do you go? Jacksonville. Yeah, that's a big pickup. You're sure he's – the only Tennessee guy I see is Avery Genesee. Maybe I'm wrong. Wait, 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 wait. David Kessenberry? Nope. Yeah, it's not Tennessee. I'm not really sure who we're talking about. Okay, I'll find out. I'll find out. My mistake. Okay. But the, the, 
I mean, I'll take Richie Incognito. He's a bad dude. <laughs> he's a he's got a mean streak to him. I think the future for the Cowboys is uh, that's going to be in the offensive line in the draft. I think that's really where it is. I'm, try, I'm trying to find because there's a hole there now. There, there there's a legit hole. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a need. There's a big hole in that 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 starting five right there. And and it's an important part of the game that was a disaster. He showed up his his lack of discipline and and, a, and all of the above was a disaster for these games last year. There's nobody there now. See, there's no McGovern had a shot. He stinks. Yeah, and you know a lot of people are like, oh well, you know he wasn't as bad as people say he was. Connor Williams, time and time again in big situations, it would be bull rush for a sack. It would be penalty holding, yep. stupid holdings across the field too. I got no problem with him being out of town. I had none. Got to go. Right. So that's that's what I'm saying. We, we're, you, you think a rookie's going to come in and play better than him? Probably so. I would yes. say so. I'm going to say yes. Uh, so that's that's that. We'll talk about what a first round draft pick is going to go. Yeah. Well, let's let's transition to that. What does a first round draft pick look like? If I'm the Cowboys and you're going to pick one of those guards or centers, I think you have to move down in the draft. I think you you there's going to be a quarterback there. The one of those teams might want to move up, or a team like Kansas City who has two late firsts might want to package at least one of those or both to move up to 24. If there's one of those higher end receivers there to move up to 24, now Tyler Linderbaum to me is the the crown jewel of the interior line in this draft. If he falls to 24, take him on the spot immediately. Not a question. No questions asked. That's the guy. Uh, that's absolutely. If he's not there, I'm looking at a guy like Kenyon Green from Texas A&M, who's a guard, who's like 6'4", yes. 323, or Zion Johnson from BC, 6'3", 312. He could be center or guard. He's got some some flexibility, either one of those. If you can give me either one of those three guys in the first round, I'm not going to be mad. I won't be mad. Well, I told you, I told you my philosophy of drafting certain players from certain schools and in, in their history. BC, I'm drafting alignment from BC. Yeah, yeah, I'll take him. I'll take yep. him. They say he's very smart too, which I would love. I would love Linda yep. Brom. Yep. BC players, all of them. Yeah, they, they have long careers. Linemen have long careers. Let's say, uh, like last year, you know, people, a lot of people like Marcus Mosier and these guys really ripped the Cowboys when they picked Micah Parsons last year. And we we saw this guy's, you know, this guy's there to be a legitimate all pro, um, not just all pro, but a defensive player of the year candidate year after year now. If there's one player who you hope realistically drops, is there any one one player in the draft you're like, man, I would – I mean, listen, we'd all love if, you know, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan dropped, but he's not dropping at 24, right? Is there one player you're like, man, I hope he just falls? No, no there's not one player because I don't think – this draft is uh, – you know, it's, it's not drama in this draft. There's no there's no spark in it. The only thing – what's good about this draft is second and third days – it's not much from first first day to second and third. 
there, there's there's no there's no there's no excitement in, in, there's no there's no sexy pick as they say right i think this is a this is a down year next year you're going to see much better um much better just just players across the board you know you have good decent receivers but like drake london isn't like one of the big three who came out last year you know like waddle or these guys yeah. like they were really you know or the even the year before that with with, with uh, right jerry judy right. and all these guys yeah he's just not i know judy just came out but you know the last two years have been full of like elite prospects um did you get the sam williams thing i showed you yeah Sentier? yeah i mean he looks he looks good I don't <laughs> think he's a first round pick yeah yeah i think he's a second that's the one but that's probably guy i would i, I would say him yeah do you yeah, see his body type yeah he's built like a freak yeah i think he's a day two pick I, i'm not sure if i have him day one but he's uh you know he's a guy I would not mind Dallas taking day two. I mean, well, but, they're not going to go safeties. They're not going to go corners. They're going to go linebacker or left guard. They they, they might go to twenty fourth pick, move down three spots, still get your guard and pick up a pick. You like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think the 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 quarterbacks are not to. They're not going to be taken. They're not great quarterback prospects this year. That's the reality of it. These guys, Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, they're okay. I'm not giving up the farm to draft a guy this year. I think that's kind of where Atlanta's going. I think Atlanta missed a huge opportunity last year. They could have picked Mac Jones. They picked Kyle Pitts. And now you are rudderless. You have Marcus Mariota on a two-year deal. The reality is next year you're going to be drafting either C.J. Stroud from Ohio State or Bryce Young from Alabama. Those are the two guys who are the big prospects next year. Right. You right. realize you're going to stink this year and you're at to rebuild, especially with Calvin Ridley out for the year. At Dallas, I think you have to address that left guard position. If not the first round, then the second round. It has to be almost immediate. Devin Lloyd, a linebacker, I would really love. Uh, him or uh, Nicobe Dean. He's from Georgia. You know, Nicobe Dean's a little smaller. He's like 5'11, 229. The guy's like a missile on the field. Oh, Devin, it's incredible. Devin Lloyd is 6'3, 237, and yeah. he's like a Terminator robot in the middle of the field. So if you can get that so they can help uh, uh, maneuver uh, Micah Parsons to the edge a little more on passing downs, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Listen, uh, I think day one, they're going to find a starter, whether that's linebacker, guard, or wide receiver. I think either way, they'll find a starter, especially with Gallup um, starting the season injured. I do like the James Washington signing, though. That's I think that was really big. You know, yeah, I looked at tape of him. He, he looks like Gallup. He makes the same type catches. Yes, he's definitely more of an outside Receiver can make plays over the top. Yeah, he makes you say, I, I'm like, okay, that, and he wears number 13. And it, yes, and it allows uh, CD to stay in the slot. That's what it does. Right. He can stay in the slot when they spread it out. And I like the Dante Fowler Jr. signing. I think that's big um, because, because we've seen that the Cowboys defensive staff um, can get stuff out of him. Well, here's what you want. And just to, teacher 
some of the viewers we had there out there, like two of them. He gets around the corner. Yes, yes. He gets around the corner and he slaps at the ball. He knocks at the elbow. He hits the ball out of the hands. That's what you want to see. And I think you're going to get some inspiration from him, from the coaching staff, to get upfield and, and attack the quarterback, to keep these guys honest and everybody playing hard. They feed off each other. Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn has done a good job with, with Fowler. You know what I mean? He got, you know, he's he's a Dante Fowler Jr. It's only a couple years away from 11 and a half sack season. Right. You know, he's right. not, he's not. No, he's not washed up. He's not, he's not bringing a wash. You know, he's not a washed up player. He, I think right. he's 28. 27 right now. I'll be 28 right. for the season. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, He's still in his prime. Yes. Yes. Uh, I definitely think so. I definitely think he's got an opportunity to come in and perform. You know, what What else? He's going to get running. Yeah, they're going to cut yeah. Hill anyways. He stinks. Hill's good. Hill, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he's – yeah. Mm-hmm. He's no good. He's no good. Yeah. So, uh, I guess my question, what's one thing – What's one player you want the Cowboys to pick up? If there's a free agent available, who's one guy you're like, that's a guy I think I want? You know, is it you want him to? I don't think, well, Clowney, I think, is a waste of money. You're yeah, Clowney for- is a clown. It's just, yeah, again, yeah. Uh, he got $10 million slash for how many sacks? Six. He got 10 million. I don't know what he got that many. He got $10 million from Cleveland. Oh man. Listen, do I want Bobby Wagner? Yeah, I want Bobby Wagner. Yeah. His he leadership. Nine, he had nine sacks last year. Oh, well, that's a good year. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Never still never he cracked double, double figures. But still, it yeah. wasn't bad as I thought it was. Yep. Odell Beckham. Would you consider Odell Beckham? I mean, I don't know that you want another wide receiver who's injured now. I mean, not that he's not talented, but what are you paying him for? How many games are you getting him for? I mean, he tore well, his ACL. He he hurt his leg like February. Yeah, he yeah. It's just no. I don't want him. Uh, if I'm if I want to really piss people off, um, it's Antonio Brown. Okay, all right. Yeah, he, he comes in. He wants he because he he can still play, and in a in a in a Dallas uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know so, something the the thing unfortunately his his character versus his talent oh, yeah. um, he's not great because of his physical ability his route running and so forth and with the Steelers are incredible oh yeah those his cuts and jams and all that that's hard work that's incredible work and you have to be smart he 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 knows the game of football but unfortunately he doesn't know the game of life yeah yeah. I know Tyron Matthews out there, and I would love him, but I think with Hooker and Curse, they're not going to go spend more money at the right. safety position. If I have to pick one guy, and it's not going to be Bobby Wagner, I'm going to say J.C. Treader, the center, who he was just cut by the Browns. You know, he's, the, he's the head of the players' union, um, but he is incredible at center. And if you can upgrade Biotish from Biotish and, and draft a guard, a left guard to start right off the bat, say Martin's back, you know, Tyron Smith theoretically is a left tackle. Uh, Steals at right tackle. 
okay, now we're cooking. Now we've got, yep. now you've mm-hmm. solidified the line and you're back to being a, a top line. And centers can play till they're a million years old. You know, he's right. only 31, JC Treader. He's not old. Right. These guys still have juice in the tank. It's, it, it, believe it or not, they're still hurting from not having Travis Frederick. I mean, years down oh. the road. Oh, that disease set that front line in the back. Yeah. And he didn't come back from, I guess, um, who was it from the Broncos? He he continued to play with it. I think Frederick said, that's enough. You know, just that he couldn't play at the level he was used yeah. to. And yeah. Said, yeah. You know what? He made his money, did what he could do. And uh, he could have been a Hall of Famer. That uh, that weird disease just. Yeah. Yeah. He's got him. Yeah. That injuries and stuff like that happen sometimes. It's not common, but it's a sucky part of, of, of everything. All right. Give me a grade for the Cowboys so far this offseason. Okay, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a grade. I'm gonna go it's addition by subtraction. It's a C. I want to give you a C. It's average. No, 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 no one's jumping out on me because these guys, right now, until you get into the league playing, right now I'm going to give him a C. I can't give him a B. I'm not going to give him a B. Yeah, I can't give him A. There's no, there's yeah, no way. Yeah, there's yeah. Nothing it, was C. it was average. They 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 went out and got cheap role players. Now they resigned the safeties, you yeah. know, which is smart. Don't get me wrong. I love Curse and Hooker. I love those guys. Those guys. That was really, really kept that defense together. They didn't lose. It won't be a drop off. That right there is solid. Curse 6'4", 220, and and he's already on record. Look, I want to be an all pro. I, I want to, you know, you got guys like that. You know, those two picks, I, I resigned those. They were great for for the organization. They kept their yeah. own people. Yeah, I think those were good picks. Uh, you know. Yeah. The good, good, good choices to re-sign these guys. You got to do what you got to do. But I don't think it's a disaster. It's not a disaster. No, I don't think it's a disaster. I mean, no, it's not a disaster. They make it. These guys, cop, these cowboy fans, make it like it's a disaster. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no. It, it's not. It's not. And you didn't look. How I many all pros did you lose? Thank you. Right. How I many all pros? None. None. You lost Williams. You didn't. He stunk. So what? What was the point of that? Yeah, big deal. And Gregory five to six sacks. That's what you lost. Right. A lot of people are screaming that the sky is falling. Yeah. And I understand where they're coming from, but nah. oh, let, let's let's make sure you remember what the herd said about a disaster in Dallas, their organization. Yeah. Uh huh. Go check, go see his quotes on the Cowboys. Yeah, we'll have to go back to that. So let, let's review the, who's the, how the Redskins quarterback, how good is he? How the Giants quarterback, how good is he? How's Hurts, how good is he? It goes back to Dak. Thank you very much. He's still the best quarterback in his yes. division. And I think. Oh, who has the best defense? Derek, Derek uh, Barnett, who in five years has 21 sacks. They signed him two more years. Is that the defense, the yeah. Eagles' defense? And the mm-hmm. Cowboys scorched that defense the last game of the year. They took care yeah. of them. Yeah, so and, and the Redskins' team. defense, how's that going? Uh, the how's, that, how's that going? How's the Giants' defense? So, so again, because you look at your division first, right. and you take it from there. Yes. Yes. I'm going to end today's episode with something I think you'll like this. Random Cowboy of the Day. Random Cowboy of the Day is Ralph Neely.
Ralph, Ralph Neely was a guard and tackle for the Cowboys. He was – how many times was he all pro? He made the all-decade team in the 60s. Yep. He is 6'6". Six, six. Would you have him at 260? They have him – I have to check his actual – one of I think he's three-time all-pro. He's at least three. Neely was a four-time All-Pro. He's four, okay. Two-time Pro Bowl. They have him 6'6", 270. Yeah, that's big in those days. That's tremendous. He was a tremendous athlete and stuff. And he got he got offers for the AFL, too, to go over there. I think I think Houston offered him money, and he went with the Cowboys and stuff. Yeah. yeah one of the stars of a Oklahoma football system, two-time All-American. Right. Yeah, um, it was it was all all sixties decade team won two Super Bowls. Retired after the seventy seven Super Bowl where they yeah. put the snot out of the Orange Crush. Yeah, um, it just it, it, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm on the record. If you're all decade first or second team, you you right. have a really good case to be all to be in the hall of fame. It means you're one of the best in your generation against the people who, you know, your peers. And, and he was there. He was, he was very good. He was a phenomenal player, you know, played from 65 to 77. So he had a long career, right? It's tough. You know, it's tough to keep guys like, in my opinion, it's tough to keep guys like that out. Oh, yeah, I remember him, absolutely. And he was a prototype left tackle at the time. Yes. Him and Ranieri. He was before really Ranieri, but uh, he was a prototype left tackle. Remember back in those days, the left ends were your dominant left ends in the 60s. Right. That's where the Rafael Wright was moved over to right tackle spot. Yes, yes. So having him, you know, having him there, he was a stud for the Cowboys for years at the left tackle. I mean, he was all big eight player, all American second team, then all right. American first team. All of it. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he, he was a good looking guy, sharp guy. And remember his brother, these guys, him and Rayford Wright were six, 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 seven tackles. They were big guys in the sixties. They're not that big now. Yes. Right. Correct. 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 In fact, one of the, it's interesting to note, one of the terms of the merger agreement between the NFL and the AFL was right. a Neely's contract had to be yes. resolved between the Cowboys and the Oilers. Oilers, that's right. They had to send them a first, a second, and two fifth round choices in the '67 draft, and that worked out pretty. All good. the court costs, and they started the preseason Governors Cup between both teams, um, because of that. So, yeah, that was mm-hmm. all part of the all part of the process to get them up and running. But that was part of the thing. And uh, the Oilers did not go out and draft any great players with those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Exactly. So not something you really need to worry about. So I want to do my shout out now. Go ahead. Do your shout out. All right. Ben Payton is his birthday yesterday. Abbott Tech, Sharpshooter, Facebook, I love you. 
his brother Billy I went to school with. But remember, Ben Payton, let me just do this. Left-handed, left-handed, just like D. Yeah. Left-handed, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you some notable players the Cowboys drafted. Um, they ended up drafting Coy Bacon in that draft. Mm -hmm. um, he made three Pro Bowls as a quarterback, but it was tough to kind of break through that. Yeah. That that time for the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They also drafted Pat Riley in that draft. Pat Riley, yep. And Rayfield Wright. Rayfield Wright. Fort Valley State. Fort Valley State. Hall of yeah. Famer. Yeah. So I think the Cowboys were just fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're fine. They're okay. All right. Listen, another Cowboys and Coffee podcast. We're glad you guys are listening. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with more news soon enough. I'm sure there will be a Cowboys. Listen, we're going to post this. This is going out Monday morning. I can imagine by Wednesday, there will be some other piece of Cowboys news that'll break that we'll be talking about. Absolutely. Jerry week. Jones cutting a piece of pie. They'll put it on ESPN. Yes. I'm I'm of that. I'm sure. All right, D, have a great night. I'll catch you love later. You. All right. I love Take you. Care. I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye.